You're listening to Tart Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. You know, in this day and age of uh, legalization, I say mass legalization and decriminalization of cannabis. I, I And, you know, the House just voted. The United States House just voted to... Uh, just completely decriminalize it, reschedule it, expunge uh, federal charges for nonviolent marijuana offenses. The House just did that. One of the reasons why the Senate race is so big in Georgia is because, well, right now it's right now the Senate is even. Right now they're even. Yeah. With Kamala Harris being the uh, the. Uh, tiebreaker she's the tiebreaker vp harris thank you vp elect harris yeah actually she's not in yet mike pence is still the tiebreaker so that's one of the reasons why this this january 5th georgia election is so is so huge um but there's still a lot of there's still a lot of non-believers like here in Oklahoma, the 788, they call themselves the 57 percenters, like the people who voted for it. Like, I've heard that. Like, that's a thing with some of the with some of the organizations, like the 57 percent, because it was 57 percent that, you know, that's that's how it ultimately passed. So I guess we're part of we're 57 percenters. We are 57 percenters <laughs> and one and and 99 and uh, 99 percenters. 99 <laughs> percent, yeah. There's a lot of percentages out there. There, there's a lot. There's a lot, but you know, I think that I. My question is, and, and we talk about this all the time. Why is there? Why is there still so much reefer madness and judgment out there for this? Because I know on one side, I know on the government side of it, that's all about money. That's oh, yeah. all about money. So, I the, don't know. The, what is it? Well, the the most the most judgmental, like the judgmental stoners that I've seen, like it's the people who feel like um, they're they're kind of like elitist. So like they'll they'll look down on you for buying bottom shelf, or getting some shake, or you know, whatever it is. You're not. You're not, uh, maybe you're getting the cheaper of the vape carts or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's crazy that in a, in a community that's always been like very inclusive and do your own thing, however you want to do it. That's the way potheads are. Like we're like, oh yeah, you know, as long as you don't bother me, I don't care, whatever. Like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like these newer, like the new the the, wanna, the new patients. Yeah, I want to call them like coffee shop smokers, like the Starbucks crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like they're smokers almost for like some sort of validation from their friends or something. Like, go on. They want to. They want to take pictures of everything and show everybody what they've bought. Like they want to take pictures of 
the entire thing. Not just like one bud, but like pour it out. Like, oh, look how much I got. Like, I only buy ounces or, you know what I mean? Like, ounces of top shelf and all this. Like, I saw a post the other day in one of these smoking groups that said, um, it was like, I don't know uh, why people even um, smoke shake or buy shake. It's just, it's just a waste of money and all this blah, 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 whatever. I only smoke flour and all this. And I'm like, why does it matter? Why are you worried about what somebody else is doing? Like everybody, like we know that these cannabinoids hit different for everybody. And different people have different tolerances and different people, you know, have different uh, monetary situations. But like, that's the, it's, it's totally unpothead to be so judgmental for of real how, of how potheads are smoking like I, i'll always get this you know i don't know why you smoke blunts that's just that's a waste can't even taste the weed don't smoke it then i'm smoking it <laughs> i didn't ask you to hit the motherfucker i don't know i didn't roll this blunt for your taste if you don't like blunts then go roll a joint and smoke your joint or go pack a bowl or whatever you want to do i don't care you know I'm not going to look down on you, but I mean, unless you got a shittily rolled joint, <laughs> then I might look down on you. Well, okay. So there's two things and, I would look, I, I, I would look <laughs> down. I would look down on you for being uppity about bad weed. I would look down on you for that. Like, oh, I got the shit. And then it's all like remnants of the Darko ditch. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. But here's the thing. And, and. I think this is what it really comes down to. It's accessibility of it. I mean, go back to the days of the Darko Ditch when you, it was hard to find and you were happy to have it. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't funny. know the struggle and the pain of getting your bag home and realizing that half of your weight is seeds. Like, I knew that MFR. Man, yep. I didn't even want to go to that dude, but it was uh, he was the only dude that had any. Third on my list. I mean, li listen, like people don't understand that. Like, there was a, a a constant possibility of like you might get robbed. Like, you don't know what what situation you're gonna end up in trying to buy weed on the street. Like, there's usually, you know, you have a, a, a couple of connects that you know are pretty solid or whatever, but. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And, like, at this point where we can just go, there's a 24-hour dispensary, like, fucking 10, 10 miles, miles away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, you can literally get some weed at any time. Like, you know, may not be Legally. the price that you want or the quality or whatever, like, but. You could get your fix. You could get a pre-roll yeah. to tide you over till your till your regular pharmacy opens in the morning. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's like, it's crazy that we're at this point, but, you know, this is what happens. I saw this happen in music. Whenever the digital age came along and people had more access to recording equipment and, and it was easier to mix and master and do all that stuff without as much equipment. All the people who started recording before all that stuff was available had a much different outlook on the music. 
as far as the the art and the work that you had to put into it. Now that it's become so easy to just mass produce, you know, whatever. Shite. Yeah. It, it, you know, you see, you see that quality go down and, and at the same time you see a generation that, that what they look at as the best or whatever, like they're, they're kind of, uh, they're spoiled. You know what I mean? They, because they never had to grind through it like that. They never had to, they never had to do any of that extra shit. Like, I'm appreciative of any weed I can find. Just because there was times where we went a week without being able to find any weed. Yeah. That's like I said. Like, man, I mean, we, those, those times we drove out of state because we knew that there was a plug somewhere. Like, I mean, that was, that was the struggle. That's the real struggle. Like, buying some weed that you got to look at and smell and all that before you bought it and then getting home and realizing it wasn't that good, that is not the struggle. No, it's not the struggle. And not only that, you got to choose that. Like, yeah, you got to choose that, that from several other, usually several other strains. I mean, like, the yeah, the smallest choose, choice, the smallest choice I've ever seen is like three. Yeah, yeah, you got to choose your dispensary. You got to choose your pharmacy. You got to choose which one of those things you got off the shelf. You had the option to get an edible or a pre-roll or powder. Or to say, or... fuck it and walk out. All that. All that. that. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's why, like, new patients feel like, I don't know, like, look down on you like, oh, no, those roaches still getting smoked, playa. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. what are you talking about? Like, this, this is old school stuff, like, waste not, want not. And that's just something that you just carry over. <laughs> I remember one time we couldn't, we couldn't find any weed at all. And somebody showed up with a big trash bag full of uh, homegrown, like, outdoor, you know, grew down by the river type of shit. You know what I mean? And it was it was terrible. I mean, it didn't taste good. It wasn't dried good. It was wasn't trimmed. It was it was just ugly. All that, you know, seedy. But we smoked that shit, and we'd mix it with other weed, and we'd like we had hash. We'd throw hash on it. I mean, we, shit, we was doing everything to it. Mix it with roaches. <laughs> it got smoked though. Better than nothing. Wasn't going to get wasted. There you go. And so, uh, so yeah, um, I like what you said about that being the most unpothead thing ever is being judgmental. Because really, used to, the, the mantra was, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Especially yeah. during those lean times. Like, shoot, you never, you don't know. Here's one of my favorite stoner stories, too. And people who know me, and especially our listeners and podcasters, can kind of see where I'm kind of a square. And we've had that conversation. Nobody's <laughs> ever, nobody ever offers me weed um, or drugs or anything else like that because I am a square. But I was out on travel one time, it was out in Vegas. And, you know, you go through these different classes with EPA and you're basically with the same people through your whole training. So met a met a couple of met a couple of what I would call friends of Bob. 
and uh <laughs> you know like hey let's i i met these these you know a couple guys that want to go smoke with us like so there's you know a couple of us going out there and going and meeting these guys oh dear lord why was it two dudes from anadarko <laughs> that we all looked as shocked to see each other there <laughs> like what are you Julia? like what are you doing here <laughs> like we didn't know we could all been hanging out months ago <laughs> yeah I, uh, we could have been had an alliance <laughs> i stopped being shocked at the people like anytime i go into a cypher like any kind of smoking cypher I almost just expect to see somebody from Darko. Just because, like, you know. Yeah. If there's if there's Darko people around. That's where they'll be, be. They're going to be in the vicinity of the party. <laughs> no truer words, sir. No truer words. The, whether, whether you're smoking <laughs> weed or you're drinking or you're, you know, just hanging out or, you know. Wherever the action, I mean, whatever it is, wherever the action is, the Darko people will be there. That is true. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we are them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.